Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome to the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 6.09, nine minutes after six o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Everybody's here today. Deb Green produces the show. Longoria, Senor Bison Filet on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck screens your calls. Uh, my first day back after spring break. Good to see everybody. I'm so happy to be back on the air with you guys. I missed you. I missed you terribly. I'm looking at Longoria when oh, I say okay. this. I was just saying, I, I think you too. We're, we're, missed, we're I, fine. I, I missed all of you. Didn't yeah. miss any of y'all, I guess. I, 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 I missed being here. So uh, that's uh, that's something for you. That is. To put uh, in your pipe and smoke. That, <laughs> well, there you go. You might not have missed me, but I missed all of you guys. Um, we got a very a good show today. We'll do Movie Monday. Uh, Johnny Kilbass with the Fast Food Review. We're going to talk about Hank Aaron. He's fine. I mean, anytime you talk about someone over the age of 80, you got to prep. They're fine. 45 years ago today on WSB Radio, he broke Babe Ruth's record. We'll, we'll listen to that great audio again and talk about that. But just a quick uh, recap, spring break recap on my end. I went down to St. Pete Beach, which is uh, actually Passa Grill Beach, which is on St. Pete, St. Pete Beach. Uh, great time. Went down with uh, Maya and Bosco. Bosco is my 13-year-old beagle, has never been to the beach before. So we went down, found a dog-friendly Airbnb, which I'd never done before. It was a fine experience. And we found a dog-friendly beach and was able to take her. I don't know how much longer she's got, and I wanted to take her to the beach, so it was fun. But St. Pete Beach is the perfect spring break spot for a guy like me. You know, spring break locations like Panama City Beach or Daytona Beach, it's like college kids and it's loud. I mean, I was the youngest person on that island. <laughs> nice. By, by a, it's, like, Maya and I were going to dinner at 4.30. <laughs> we were we were totally living the Del Boca Vista Phase Two lifestyle down there. Nice. And I was and what's weird. So I've been doing the morning drive for twenty years now, getting up at three in the morning. But I've never on vacation. I've always been able to sleep in. I can't do that anymore. I was up at three forty every morning. Like my body just well, granted because we're going to bed at probably eight p.m. because we're we're being old. Oh yeah, and you had dinner at four. So exactly. what do you got to do for the next exactly 10 an hours. old couple? But it was crazy how. Uh, yeah, I just I turned into an, an 85-year-old Jewish man at St. Pete's Beach. It was quite <laughs> nice. a bit, but it was a good time. I want to talk about a bunch of stuff. Jews Nugget that uh, went on uh, on spring break and the drive back and forth. All right, so back to the beach. So have you guys ever been to a dog beach before? Well, yeah. I mean, we've been to a beach where you can take a dog. Yes, yeah. I, I'd never been to one. Because um, everywhere we, I've always vacationed, dogs weren't allowed on the beach. But this was like right outside our door was a dog beach. It was fantastic. And um, basically, we just stayed there. We didn't go to the regular beach that much. We were at the dog beach. And Bosco, so the first, she's never been to the ocean. And I try to, I go in the water to try to get her to come. She, she goes up. As soon as her paw gets wet, she's like, nope. Like, kept, <laughs> kept pulling back or whatever. Yeah. And then there was other dogs there that the owners would throw their sticks into the ocean. And the dogs would, would run in and swim and get it and, and play fetch and all that. And Bosco has extreme FOMO, fear of missing out. So she sees these dogs doing it. She's like, oh, okay, this is this is a thing. Like, I'm supposed to run in there. So I did the thing where I threw a stick in there. She, she like, started to race in to get it. As soon as the paws hit the water, she's like, nope. <laughs> came, right, came right back out. But uh, but it was a good time. Here's what I want to talk about. Do you want a peach pass, Longoria? I do not. Chuck, do you have a peach pass? Mm-hmm. Deb, do you have a peach pass? Nope. You got to get one. This Why? thing was a lifesaver on spring break. I mean, absolute lifesaver. Even if you don't live where there's express lanes as an emergency, you you should get one. It's amazing. So we drove down and back from St. Pete and, you know, spring break traffic, it kind of stinks, but it's so bad in Henry County. But we had the peach pass in my car and for a dollar ten, it was really cheap for some reason. It saved 45 minutes each way, like going south and then coming back north. 
for a buck ten. It was amazing. If, if I've never felt, do you ever go to clubs back in the day? I'm sure Dead Green did, right? Yeah. Did you ever go to the, yeah, I'm sure you got into the VIP room. Yeah. It was like I was in the VIP room of, of an interstate. Like, okay. we're flying down this express lane, and there's just, like, the common folk <laughs> sitting, stuck in there. And mine just kept going, suckers. And I've never felt more special in my life than because I had this. And, and this is not, you know, DOT's not telling me to say this. I understand people have their, you know, uh, apprehensions about the Peach Pass and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get into that. But goodness gracious, it saved an hour and a half of my life of traffic. No, that's wrong. Yeah, hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half of traffic 45. for $2.20. Way worth it. And it works in Florida. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, but the, the toll booth lady in Florida lied to me. She did. Because I, I thought it did. But I was like, you know what? We go to this first toll. It's a dollar. Let me just pay it and see. And, I, you know, the nicest toll booth people ever. Like, I'm used to the toll boothers in New York. They're just like, they hate their lives. They might shoot you, you know. But th- these are like all retired uh, men and women. And they're like, hey, how you doing? You know, it's like. They're happy to see you. Yes, so happy to see me. Like so Walmart I'm like, greeters. So I'm like, hey, does, uh, does, my, does the Georgia Peach Pass work in Florida? She's like, no, I'm sorry. So I took her word for it. And I checked again. And she was misinformed. She's not, she didn't lie to me. Dollar. But she was misinformed. But public service announcement. Just go, just get it. It's you never know when you're going to use it, Longoria. Okay, you might have to go down to Kirby G's on the South Side one day to do a remote, and 75s we messed up, or Gwinnett Braves game, Chuck, Gwinnett Stripers, Stripers. And you might have to take 85 or the 75 Express Lane, Deb, if you're going to a metal show up in Rome or whatever. <laughs> well, the other day when they had that guy on 75, you kept on, you know, telling people oh, to go. For, that seems like an, a I decade know, ago. Like two that weeks was ago. crazy. Yeah. So there you go. I'm just. DOT's not telling me to do this, but it was awesome. I never felt so good in my life. Because I'm, I'm not a VIP club kind of guy. I'm not a club guy kind of person. But it was like I'm in a VIP club. Like there was a velvet rope. And I was and, and we for $2, you can get in that velvet rope and fly right through. I've never felt more, more good about myself. Never felt better about myself. All right, we're going to kick off the show for real. When we come back, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Sadly, spring break is over, but I'm very happy to be back with you. This is a movie Monday. So Longoria is playing a movie soundtrack from a specific movie. At the end of the show, if you guess the soundtrack, you won the WSB prize back. 404-872-0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm willing and I'm able, so you better come and go with me. 404-872-0750. First Mark Aram Show post-spring break. Very happy to be back with you. I missed all of you listeners as well, too. I did. I missed you a lot. Uh, 404-872-0750. Dan joins us in Cleveland. Dan, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? Thank you. Uh, just to talk, doing fine. I wanted to talk a little bit about Hank Aaron 715. Okay. I was there in the club level. You cannot imagine, unless you were there, how much noise was made. Probably went on, I'd say, at least eight minutes solid, maybe longer. I I can only imagine old Fulton County Stadium, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna really go in depth on that because here's the here's the question I have, Dan. You sound like you've been around Atlanta for a while. When when, if we're putting together a list of the greatest moments in Atlanta history, that's got to be on the list, right? Just as far as great moments. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course, to me, and I've been around quite a while, when the Falcons came and when the Braves came, yeah. that was huge for sports. Sure. Well, I mean, outside of sports, too, like, what are some what are some great moments in Atlanta history? I think we should we should get a list of these. Because I, 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 Hank Aaron beating Babe Ruth's record has got to be in there. I was five months old when that happened. I'm still mad my parents didn't take me to the game. <laughs> they should have known. <laughs> they should have known. They should have said, listen, we got, we got a toddler. Is that five months as a toddler? We yeah. got a toddler. Let's hit the road. Let's stay in Atlanta till Hank breaks the record. So our son, future Division One athlete, can say he was at the game that Hank Aaron <laughs> broke the home run record. I was alive. I don't understand that. I wasn't alive when the doors to see the doors. So I don't have. There's no excuse there. My parents get a, a break there, but I could have been in Fulton County Stadium at uh, five months old to witness history. So that's what I want to do when we come back. Um, the best moments in Atlanta history, and they don't—they definitely don't have to be sports. But I think one off the top of my head is um, when Atlanta landed the '96 Olympic Games. Not just the games, but the announcement. Like 
I wasn't here for that, but that must have been huge for the city to know. Because I don't know if you know this, Longoria, like that was the 100th anniversary of the uh, Olympics, oh, and everyone assumed Greece was going to get it. Wow, that would make yeah. more sense. And, yeah. it, and like Atlanta gets it. It was it was crazy. So I, I would imagine that is also a great moment in Atlanta history. But I just want to know from from some people out there that have been around longer than I, or wiser than I, and have more knowledge than I. And I mean, should I be saying I there? Me? I don't know. That's how dumb I am. I need your help. <laughs> Let's come up with the greatest moments in Atlanta history because I think you know we need to pass on this information to next generations. But I think Hank. Breaking the Babes record has got to be up there. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I still want to talk more about some of my spring break experiences. And we're going to do Movie Monday in the second hour. This is a movie soundtrack we're hearing right now. At the end of the show, if you guess what soundtrack is, you win the WSB prize pack. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Greatest moments in Atlanta history, next on WSB. These shoes. Hey there, this is Patrick Warburton, and you are listening to the Mark Aram Show. Who, by the way, stole my Jesus fish. Welcome back to the show, 639, 21 in front of 7, Mark Aram and pals. At your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. here on WSB Radio. Speaking of WSB Radio, Deb Green, 45 years ago today, folks were listening on the AM dial to 750 and they heard history on WSB Radio Airwaves, courtesy of Milo Hamilton and Hank Aaron. Here's the pitch by Downing. Swinging. There's a drive into left center field. That ball is going to be out of here. It's gone. It's 715. There's a new home run champion of all time, and it's Henry Aaron. The fireworks are going. Get chills just listening to that. What a great moment on uh, in, in baseball history, in American history, but Atlantan history. What are the greatest moments in Atlanta history? I'm, I'm, I'm sad to say that most of the ones that I can think of are sports-related. I did some research, and a bunch of them came up as sports-related yeah, as well. Yeah, but there's got to be other stuff that, that are great moments in Atlanta history. That's where, where you, the listener, comes in. Fill me in, local historians. What are some other great moments in Atlanta history? Because obviously it's a great city. It has to be a great city to attract talent like Longoria, Deb Green, and, and Low T. Yeah. They're not leaving Whitefish, Corpus, and Madison, Wisconsin <laughs> to come to a not great city, right? That you know, We attract the best talent. What makes Atlanta great? Give me some great moments in Atlanta history. 404-872-0750. Carol joins us in Loganville. Carol, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how are you? I just want to say I love y'all's show so much. Thank love, you, Carol. That's the best thing about me getting off at 6 o'clock is I get to hear your show. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> um, the one thing I can, I have two that I really stick out. Um, the, when Jimmy Carter was elected president, my mom and dad were like so happy that he was from Georgia. They thought that was the greatest thing ever. Uh, you know what? That's a good and, one. Jimmy Carter, regardless of your political yeah, leanings, uh, right. a, a president from Georgia is that's a, that's a huge moment. Sure. Yeah. I, re- I was young, but I remember that. And then, the, um, which is sports related, the world series parade when we won the world series. I worked in the Equitable Building downtown, and the boss said, go. And we all went out and stood on Peachtree Street and had the best day. What's what's amazing, so that was 1995, and I've got pictures yeah. of me. I've got actually a picture, Deb, of me. I'm, I'm a lifelong Yankees fan. But growing up in, in the Northeast, I could also watch Braves games on TBS. And when they went from worst to first in 91, I was a total bandwagon fan. I bought a Braves hat. Like, I was fully on board. So I have a picture of me in 1992 in Yankee Stadium wearing a Braves hat. So I've been a Braves fan, you know, for a long time. And obviously it's easier because they're in a different league than the Yankees. But, uh, that, yeah, obviously that was a big moment as well. It was the 95 World Series. Sad, of course, that that was the only World Series parade yet. Maybe we'll get another one in the next couple of years. I think we might. Jay's in Roswell. Jay, welcome to the program. Thank you. I, back in uh, 74, I was a photojournalist, and I was on the field, and I shot photographs that day, and my pictures are now in the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. That is amazing. Who were you working for at the time? 
United Press. Oh, UPI. Yeah, UPI. Yeah, and were, was that your full time job? Were you freelancing? How did you How did was, you wind up on was, the field? I was well. I was full time with them for many years, but uh, during on that particular day, I was stringing for a, a number of water services, AP, UPI, different ones, and uh, so I have contact sheets from that day. Um, if we can get together one day, I can show them to you. And um, I've got a picture of Hank, his wife Billy, and Jimmy Carter together on the field. Wow! An- another shot of Sammy Davis Jr. with Tommy Lasorda. Okay. All right, so Jay was on the field when Hank Aaron hit the uh, record-breaking home run 45 years ago today at Fulton County Stadium, working for UPI. Uh, let right. me take you to let me take you before the game. You're driving to the to Fulton County Stadium, Jay. You obviously understand there's a chance that Hank could break the record, but it was not guaranteed, right? I mean, what, what was your... Actually, he was supposed to hit the day before, mm-hmm. and he didn't. Okay. So yeah. You, so were you... I mean, you didn't know that history would be made that night, but you were there just in case. Yeah, just in case, because, uh, as I said, the day before, he was up for bat, and he didn't hit the 715th. And so everybody was on the field that day, uh, uh, all the broadcast people. I have pictures of Milo Hamilton uh, coming out from... Uh, from the benches. Were you, were you situated uh, before he hit the home run? Were you on the field? Or you uh, yeah. so yeah, you were on the, on the field, and then he hits yeah. the home run, and you get to walk out onto the onto the grass and take all those pictures? Or absolutely, yeah. And um, my closest friend Ron Sherman took the picture of those two boys who ran around second after Hank. You know that picture? Sure. Oh, the, the iconic picture. Yeah. Yeah, so his picture is uh, in the Baseball Hall of Fame also. It's a, it's amazing that those kids, that they were teens at the time and now, you know, late 50s, that they were yeah. able to, you know, get on the field and approach him and actually touch the home run king. Was, I, that that wouldn't happen in 2019 with security no, now. No, it was scary because there, were, there was a lot of threats against oh, yeah. him during that time, yeah. and he wasn't sure who those people were, so... It all worked out fine, but in, in essence, I think they stole some thunder because this was his most important day. Sure, sure. Well, listen, I'm going to put you on hold, Jay. Uh, Loti's going to get some info from you, and I'd I'd love to get together and talk about that that fateful sure. night 45 years ago. What a great story! Thank you, Jay. Sure. All right, Jay. Uh, Loti, get his info and send it to Deb Green because I will lose it. That's how it works here. Everything funnels through Deb Green. What a cool story. All right, great moments in Atlanta history. 45 years ago today, Hank Aaron became baseball's all-time home run king. And if you ask me, he still is and forever will be. It's it's amazing because that was when Babe Ruth retired. Everyone thought there's no way anyone will ever break that record. It was unbreakable, Longoria. Unbreakable. And then Hank Aaron did it here in Atlanta. Great moments in Atlanta history. What other moments can we add? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 654, 6 in front of 7, 72 degrees on Peachtree Street. Apparently I missed a pollen bomb last week. Happy to report there's no pollen at the beach. Um, 45 years ago today, Hank Aaron on this very radio station, you heard him break Babe Ruth's all-time home run record, one of the great moments in Atlanta and Georgian history. What are some other great moments that uh, we can compile to pass along to future generations? 404-872-0750, wsb talk Eddie's in Doraville. Eddie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. What's cooking, Eddie? Um, my uh, brother and I both work in the oil field. I was home one time many years ago. This is when the Braves weren't so good. And he uh, sent me a letter, and, and the letter, there were two tickets to the Braves game. There was no price on the tickets, and he told me he wanted me to go to the game. He found these tickets in a, bo- in a box of cereal, Wheaties. The Braves were so bad, they were giving tickets away in cereal. That's how bad they were. This was in 74? No, it was, uh, it was after I got married. It was in the early 80s. Okay. And... Uh, we put, it was it was at the old stadium. I was up second row uh, down the first baseline, and the thing I remember about the game the most was I don't remember who won or lost, but I got to see uh, the uh, Los Angeles coach Tommy Lasorda. Uh, yeah, Tommy Lasorda. About five minutes getting into it, an umpire, 
and the crowd was going crazy. It was, this was my first uh, Major League Baseball game I'd ever been to. All right, let me. I'm going to put that down on the list. Deb, write this down. Eddie got two free tickets out of uh, Wheaties to a Braves game in the in the 80s, and he saw Tommy Lasorda. All right, that is below Hank Aaron, but uh, above Jimmy Carter being elected as far as great moments in Atlanta <laughs> okay. history. So that's where that's I'm compiling the list right now. Good job, Eddie. You're number two right now. Drake's in Woodstock. Drake, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, welcome back, Mark. Thank How's you, sir. Hey, uh, 45 years ago, uh, I was lucky enough to be in the press box Ooh. at Fulton County Stadium. What were you doing uh, there? I was working for WTCG. Ted Turner owned uh, that UHF station. Okay. Now now TBS. But, uh, yeah, if any of your uh, listeners have ever seen that Weird Al movie, UHF, yeah, yeah. that's what this place was like. <laughs> Absolutely. So we were had, you were you the sports guy, or were you just what was your job no, there? I was an on-air switcher and went to the production department uh, running the audio board. And so you and, were in Fulton County when uh, when the earth shook. Oh man, yeah, and <laughs> they had they had zero remote equipment. They had to rent a sixteen millimeter Bolex film camera and uh, an audio reel-to-reel tape recorder uh, with a shotgun mic. And I, that was my job to record the sound. And me and a buddy went down there. We got press passes, and we're walking through the big tunnel underneath the stadium. And there's all these eighteen-wheeler trucks, NBC, CBS. Oh yeah, all the all the national networks are there. But that's that's what's so amazing. So we when I had the photographer on, it's not easy to hit a home run. Like you can't look at the counter. All right, he'll hit one here, here, and here. Like you had to go to every Braves game until he won- until he finally hit it craziness. All right, we're going to continue to take calls on the greatest moments in Atlanta history and we'll kick off movie Monday after news, weather, and traffic. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Hi, this is Lewis Gusset Jr. This is the Mark Aram Show. If you have any common sense, you should listen to the Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. No, Welcome back to the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 708, eight minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang's all back after spring break. Deb Green produces the show. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Low T screens your calls. Uh, before we get back to the show, real quick, I haven't seen you guys in a week. How, how was your How was your week away from me, Deb Green? It was fine. It yeah, was fine. It was fine. We finally did our blacksmith class, and that turned oh. out to be really cool. Was yeah. it really? Did you get really? to make anything? And yeah, bring we it? made knives. Well, I put it away, but yeah, we made knives. It was really hard. My arm hurt <laughs> That's for like awesome. two days afterwards. Very it was fun. Cool. All right, Longoria, how was your spring break? Everything it was good? pretty good. Uh, my daughter was off, so just spent some time. Went to the zoo. Got my garden started. That kind of stuff. Bad news on my spring break. Okay. There was no Whataburger anywhere near uh, oh, St. Pete Beach. Yeah, I know. Because last year I went to Destin. Mm-hmm. was able to go to Whataburger. None. None. Clark went this weekend. Clark Howard? Yeah. He didn't bring back anything either. What a, what a, no, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Chuck, how about you? How was your spring break? I don't, what's spring break? I don't know. You didn't have to, you'd have to work when I was gone last week? Yeah. I had to work more then than I do now. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're in screening for whoever was filling yeah. in for me? Oh, all right. I'm sorry. It's exhausting. I thought, I was like, oh, these bananas. I know, just in one day. Too. You were only screening one day. I screened <laughs> every day but one day. Oh, okay. Well, Jackass. that's all right. I really thought. Yeah. That you guys would have been off as well. Nah, in my contract, no. it says the bananas get off when I get off. <laughs> yeah. I need to see the fine. Yeah, banana. I'll show you that contract. Um, all right. So before we kick off movie Monday, I want to finish up with the uh, the Hank Aaron story. So forty five years ago today on WSB Radio, you heard history being made. Milo Hamilton on WSB Radio, 45 years ago today, a great moment in Atlanta history. But what are some other great moments in Atlanta history? 404-872-0750, wsb talk All right, the movie Monday topics. I know you're very excited for this. So when I was on vacation, I don't know if you guys have seen this documentary on Netflix. I watched it uh, through my um, 
app, my Xfinity app, uh, while I was on the beach. Bill Murray stories, life lessons learned from a mythical man. Have you guys seen this? No. Sounds interesting. No. So have you heard about these Bill Murray stories? Like Bill Murray will uh, will photobomb an engagement shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or Bill Murray once famously crashed a frat party and went in and started doing their dishes for him. Like these, <laughs> these like urban legends of Bill Murray just like doing crazy unbelievable stuff bar he walked in he was at south by southwest walked to a bar and started bartending with the the guys so this guy made a documentary about all these mythical bill murray stories so it wasn't a great documentary it was entertaining because i love bill murray have you seen this yet chuck no i've seen the a few clips yeah i mean it's worth watching it don't it's you know it's kind of amateurish but if you love bill murray you'll enjoy this because it just shows like what an amazing dude this guy is like he'll give up five minutes of his time and absolutely give you a story of a lifetime you know what were like with these people he was walking in charleston and they were doing uh engagement pictures and he was standing behind the the cameraman making faces at the couple and the the, the photographer didn't know what was going on because the, the the groom was like like just stunned like <laughs> and the guy's like hey look at the camera look at the and he turns around it's bill murray and then he's like, hey, Bill, do you want to come in? And he does like, he, he just does things like that. I, it was last year, year and a half ago, he was on Montana and got a, like a flat tire. Some dude just stopped to help him. And then he ended up like taking him to lunch and hanging out with him the rest of the day. Yeah. Like just, because he changed his tire and he actually just spent, you know, a good amount of time with the guy. It's actually, the, the, the movie isn't great, but it gives you a great life lesson from Bill Murray that, you know, go out there and, and it, and it, no, it just doesn't matter. Just, just go out and be and help and and it do things that you might not normally do. It it was it was it was an eye opening movie. Not a, again, not a great movie, but it was worth watching. Uh, so I just I'm out of curiosity. I know there's a sales girl, Julie, that has a Bill Murray story. Hopefully, Julie's listening. She has a Bill Murray moment where they her and her husband met him and some and it was crazy. But if you ever if you have had a Bill Murray moment, I want to hear from you. But the movie Monday topic is um, Bill Murray is just an amazing actor. From from his comedic roles to more serious stuff, he's he's just unbelievable. An underrated talent, very underrated talent. Your favorite Bill Murray performance is one. And are there any good documentaries out there? I do like documentaries a lot, and I'm looking for recommendation. What's your favorite docu- documentary? So those are the movie Monday topics. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. I'm assuming you guys have no Bill Murray moments. No. I would have heard about them. Yeah, hopefully well, by would, now. you would have heard about him. Yeah. I'm sure. I, have you ever met him, Deb? You get around. Oh, I've done interviews. <laughs> <laughs> done interviews, oh but like on the oh, phoners, Phone, but never yeah. in studio. Yeah. yeah. I want to go to Charleston just about because he lives in Charleston. He <laughs> yeah. just walks around and he owns a, bar, a restaurant there. It's pretty crazy. I would love to meet Bill Murray. So if you have any Bill Murray moments, let me know. But otherwise, what's your favorite Bill Murray performance? And uh, give me a documentary you can recommend. All right, let's go back to the phones. Lynn is in Gainesville. Lynn, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Lynn. Hey. Hey, Lynn. Cleaning dog feet. Um, um, I was just going to uh, talk about uh, what was like really pretty cool in 1941 that Delta Airlines came to Atlanta. That is a great moment in Atlanta history, certainly. And then well, that was uh, that was before the real build of Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson, which is another big moment in Atlanta history. And then the yeah. redo of, of the airport. I think it was in 80 or 81. But yeah, Delta coming in—that's a great moment in Atlanta history. And and let's not forget uh, Coca-Cola. Like Coca-Cola was—you know—the headquarters are here, and that when it started getting uh, sold around the nation, really put a uh, made a huge impact in Atlanta, the Woodruff family, and everything. So that that's another great moment in Atlanta history. Uh, Ross is in Vinings. Ross, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Uh, I was one of the two lead photographers for the Atlanta Olympic Committee. And it's got to be the Olympics in Atlanta. Now, what was bigger, though? So here's the question. Was the announcement that Atlanta was getting the Olympics bigger than the actual Olympics? Well, I was there in Tokyo uh, with the, the group. They were, we flew over there. There was probably two or 300 of us that went to Tokyo. And I remember standing there in that great hall that Tuesday. Uh, and we, our hearts were in our throats as Samaranch tore that envelope open. And when he said Atlanta, we just went nuts. Because that was a and, shock, right? I mean, I was I was uh, living up north, but I remember being shocked when I woke up the next day and see the paper that Atlanta's getting the Olympics. It, it wasn't, you know, uh, a foregone conclusion that they were coming here, right? Well, we we pretty well knew. Um, we It got between us and Athens. 
And uh, we were in Athens a couple of times, Greece, and we realized that there's no way these people could have it. They had promised their subway to be finished. And my gosh, that subway didn't finish until 04. Oh, wow. And uh, we, the IOC, um, we had two on the IOC, the International Olympic Committee. And uh, Anita told us that just watch me because they had voted that morning. And if I look, if I look at you and smile, you got it. And just before Tom Branch announced everything, she looked over at us with the biggest smile. And we just, we said, my God, we've got it. And so when Tom Branch uh, said that, we were just hoping that there were just a lot of people excited. Uh, our, the, the television station that's on the other side of your parking lot was doing a live live feed and they looked at us and said there are thousands of people going nuts in the underground i could so, imagine i mean what a, what a big moment uh, i didn't know that about the infrastructure in athens that makes sense because it was the 100th uh, anniversary yeah. the centennial olympics so it made sense to you know everyone in the outside world that that athens greece was going to get the olympics but uh, this yeah that makes sense the infrastructure Watching the Olympics as a kid, mm-hmm. that's the reason why I wanted to move to Atlanta. Was it really? Yeah, I'm like, wow, it looks like a cool city. I moved down to uh, Atlanta with three days left in the Olympics. I didn't go to any events. My mom was, was very upset that I was moving to Atlanta at that time because it was right after the uh, Olympic Park bombing. Yeah. And, you know, worried Jewish mother. She's like, what are, you, what are you doing? Jill was at that. Jill Nelson? Yeah. Wow, no kidding. Yeah, she's still here. Mark McKay covered that. He was working at CNN at the time. He got an Emmy for his coverage down there. Wow. He was, uh, I believe there's video if you look on YouTube. He's doing a live report, and you can hear the the explosion in the background. Sad day in Atlanta, obviously, that was. Uh, never sad to check in with our old buddy Russ in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. What's going on, brother man? Hey, buddy. Um, I just looked up Margaret Mitchell. And it was very fascinating because she wrote Gone with the Wind. Did you look her up in your old black book? Where did you look her up? (laughs) I looked her up on the the internet. (laughs) Okay, good. But uh, she wrote Gone with the Wind in 1926 because she had broken her ankle and couldn't do anything. So her husband bought her a typewriter. She writes this book. But what was even more fascinating was how she died. Do you know this? I do not. She got run over on Peachtree Street by a taxi driver. I did know that. And she died at, uh, at Grady. At 49 years old. So that's pretty, uh, it's very interesting. Yeah. So, I, I mean, we don't have much time now, but I've, I've mixed, I've missed uh, a whole week of your exploits. Can we, can we get <laughs> yeah. a, can we get a full recap tomorrow on the show? Oh, absolutely. And I met somebody that I really like and you know, and maybe you could hook me up. Like in a sexual way, hook you up? <laughs> like a date. Uh, all right. Uh, hold on. Give, I'm going to put you on hold. Give the name to Chuck. I don't want to, I don't want to say the name on the air. But I'm okay. going to put you out. Chuck, you just got to get a name. You don't have to do much work. Just just, <laughs> re- just remember just remember the name. That you don't Russ, even have to write it down. You don't even have to write it down. Just, rem- just remember the name. All right, Russ, I'll, seriously, tomorrow, I want a full recap of what's been going on with you, okay? Okay. All right, I'm going to put you on hold. Thanks a lot. Tell Chuck one name. That's it. And then hang up because he's not going to deal with much more after that. <laughs> did you have a black book? Did you ever have a little black book? I did not. Deb, did you ever have a little black book? No. I did. So the, before... For people that that weren't around pre-cell phones, you'd, you'd get numbers from girls out, whatever. Right. And I I truly had a little. I mean, I wasn't like you know, hey, a jo- you know, <laughs> I wasn't Jack Tripper. I wasn't Jack Tripper from Three's Company. You know, like Larry. But you, <laughs> when you meet a girl, you, I had a little black book, and you'd write the name down or or address. Like in college, you know, if, mm-hmm. if for before you go to summer away for summer, you'd write down the girl's name and address and phone number. Uh, so yeah, I did. I still have it somewhere in storage. My little black. I'll book. tell you as soon as we go to break, and you're gonna laugh. But there is no way <laughs> the name that he gave me I don't, is gonna happen. I listen. I'm dying. Russ has been beating the odds for many, many years. If he beats these odds, <laughs> I'm out. All right, I'm, I'm curious now. Maybe I'll divulge the name when we come back if it's that good. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Kicking off Movie Monday, a Bill Murray documentary. Good, uh, a good watch there. Give me a documentary that you recommend. Have you ever met Bill Murray? Had a Bill Murray experience? And what's your favorite Bill Murray performance? 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 725. Personal message to Russ. I love that you shoot for the stars, my friend. I love that about you. But uh, that, that individual that I know 
that I'm friends with is um, just like maybe an inch out of your league. Not much, but just a, it's razor thin. It's thin. It's a question. It's a judgment it's, call. It's that thin? But I'm I'm judging that no, you I'm not going to hook you up with that woman. She's out of Chuck's league. Yeah, Let me put it that way. She's out of <laughs> Chuck's league. Yeah. But I love the the you know the shoot for the stars mentality you have, Russ. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was not a name I was very expecting aggressive. to hear. That was a very <laughs> aggressive. But that's how you you know listen. That's how Russ lives his life. He's he's the Bill Murray of Gainesville. He doesn't care. He's just going to go out and live his best life and shoot for the stars. So Russ, I love the enthusiasm, but no, no, no not 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 going to happen. Not going to. But again. Bless your heart. I love that you, that's even, that entered your mind. That tells me a lot about you, Russ. Uh, Harold's in Marietta. Harold, welcome to the program. Harold? Let's clap some hands. Clap your hands. Nice. Nice. I missed that over spring break. Lee joins us in Atlanta. Lee, welcome to the show. Hey, good evening, guys. What's up, buddy? Uh, Russ was talking earlier. My grandmother in 1939 was an advanced team for the premiere of Gone with the Wind. And for years, uh, she had all these photographs and things she had met and was there at the premiere of Gone with the Wind in 1939. It was the first time it was shown was here in Atlanta on December the 15th, 1939. Do you still still have those pictures? Uh... Somebody has them, I guess. I don't have. So it's it's interesting. So I, I I'm a big uh, like a baseball card nerd, and one of the things uh-huh. that the collectible industry is now really really in is original old photographs. So like, uh, yeah. and and I, I think this crosses into like pop culture as well. But like an original Babe Ruth photograph sold for like hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It's crazy. So if you have those original photographs, that might be worth some money. Interesting to know what people will pay for out there. All right, we'll come back. Uh, Bill Murray on a movie Monday, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Longoria, the stoic one, is playing a movie soundtrack throughout the show tonight. At the end of the show, if you guess the soundtrack, you win the WSB prize pack. Back after this. Hey, this is Phil Necro, inducting the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1997. You are listening to The Mark Aram Show. What other show would you listen to? It's so good to be born in America Welcome back to the show, 736, 24, in front of 8 o'clock, Mark Aram and pals with you till 8 in the p.m. on WSB. This is a movie Monday. I watched the documentary, The Bill Murray Stories, Life Lessons Learned from a Mythical Man, uh, on Netflix uh, on my vacation. Interesting documentary about an interesting dude. So your favorite Bill Murray role or performance. Do you have a Bill Murray story? Have you ever met the man? And give me a documentary that uh, you might recommend. We're also talking about the greatest moments in Atlanta history. 45 years ago today, Hank Aaron beat Babe Ruth's record. What are some other great moments in Atlanta history? Very simple tonight. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Jonathan joins us in Atlanta. Jonathan, welcome to the program, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I got a piece of history for you. Okay. Uh, in 1995, when the Braves won the World Series, they were the only team to win it for three different cities. Boston, Milwaukee, and Atlanta, is that right? Yep. Yeah, how about that? The Boston Braves. Isn't that amazing that they that uh, that franchise goes all the way back to the Boston days? Yep. Something else, too, uh, Babe Ruth. His last year in baseball, he played for the Boston Braves. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Interesting fella, that guy, Babe Ruth, the Bambino. Yep. I read a yep. story uh, also on uh, on vacation about allegedly the, the longest home run that Babe Ruth ever hit. It was 580 feet, which means nothing to a lot of people right now. But they went into the story of, like, how it happened and, you know, can can you recreate history? Did that is that even physically possible? It was an interesting little uh, news nugget there. Ashley joins us in Gainesville. Ashley, welcome to the show. How's it going? What's going on, Ash? Well, I'm going to shy away from Atlanta and actually talk about Bill Murray. Yes, please. I don't personally have 
a moment with him, but my sister actually was in a movie with him. It was a movie about him being a mortician or a chess builder or something, and he, like, faked his death to see if people would miss him. She said that he had everybody laughing so hard during breaks that they couldn't keep a straight face for about six or seven takes. No kidding. Well, they finally got the shot, and then he'd go right back to the counting around. That so it's so, so I, I mean he's in, so one part of the, the 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 documentary that I found interesting. So apparently the dude doesn't have an agent, no manager, and all he has is a one eight hundred number with it with a voice message. <laughs> and if you want to get in touch with him, uh-huh. you have to call him and leave a message. And it's it's tough to get this 1-800 number. It's not like just on the web. Here's Bill Murray's number. So, you know, lost in translation. Sophia Coppola, who directed that, Francis Ford Coppola's daughter, left him messages on that 800 number for a year. Like, hey, I'm doing this movie. It's 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 your movie. Just call, you know, and that's how, you know, people get in touch with Bill Murray. I don't even know if he has a cell phone or anything. I think he just checks this 1-800 voice. He just has an answer machine. Yeah, he just has an answer machine. 404-872-0750-1800, WSB Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Yeah, yeah. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight. Ooh, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark. Here I'm, I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the thing. I'm covered with cheese. I aim to please, and I hope the back of your neck is peeling from all the sun you got on <laughs> that, your spring break. It actually life. is. You're exactly right. It is actually where it is peeling. Uh, all right, so before we get into what the fast food menu tonight, I've got apologies. So I've been uh, we've been promoing the show all day that I was going to provide breaking fast food news from Chick-fil-A. Okay, because I really thought I had breaking fast food news. My bad for not clearing this with the fast food guru, Johnny Kilbasa. Apparently, I've been had. I, I, I fell oh. victim to an April Fool's joke days after <laughs> April Fool's. Days? Yes. Weeks. <laughs> well, I know. So, no, when I was on vacation, I saw on Facebook, someone mm. posted this video of uh, Chick-fil-A test marketing buckets of fried chicken. <laughs> and like they had, a, okay. it was a it was a video. You saw the video. Did Deb. you actually watch the video, or did you just kind of see? I just see the. I just saw okay. the video. I didn't watch it. To it. So, but it said, you know, it was shared from one of my friends. And it was like, oh my god, game changer! Chick fil A's test marketing buckets of fried chicken. Like, how good would a bucket of Chick fil A fried chicken be? So I was so excited. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this tonight. I should have given it to Johnny because. He would have told me that's fake news, that it was a hoax, right, Deb? Like, this is. Yeah, you came running and you're like, I need you to find the story. Yeah. And Deb's like, there's no story. This is not legit. So, Johnny, I apologize. I was trying to one up you with some breaking fast food news and I have egg all over my face now. But Chick fil A, the Cathy's, if you're listening, I know you're loyal listeners of the Mark Aram show, give it a shot. Bucket of, of Chick fil A fried chicken might be, might be pretty dang delicious. I would like to see that on the menu. Soon. It would be. From a logistics standpoint, they'd have to change their entire infrastructure because they basically deal in chicken breasts. You start throwing in thighs and legs, it's going to cause a whole lot of trouble. And if it's not fixed, don't broke it. That's what they say. Well, listen, I don't care. Give me a bucket of breasts. That's fine with me. I don't need, I don't need, <laughs> just a whole I don't need legs and wings and thighs. If you just want to do breasts, just do breasts. I just think... What a great, uh, what a great thing that would be to get, uh, you know, a bucket. Listen, Chick Fil A tried the meal kits out, the chicken parm and the uh, tortilla chicken or whatever it was. Those were, those were good. So maybe the bucket will eventually happen someday. But yeah, I got, I got had Johnny K. Apologies to you again. I, I feel embarrassed. <laughs> you shouldn't, buddy. And uh, it should be a bring your own bucket type of thing where you bring it in and they'll fill it up. <laughs> they'll with fill it up. Number one chicken sandwiches. Yeah. But Mark, I do have something, a little bit of something to put in the back of your head, everybody. As far okay. As test marketing stuff goes, because we're talking about Burger King today. Burger King is test marketing in St. Louis. And I'm, I'm, as soon as you send me there, I'll go check it mm-hmm. out. But this Impossible Burger. I don't know if you've heard about this. I have, yes. The Impossible Burger. They're, they're test marketing in St. Louis. They're going to bring that, and it's just a matter of time before it gets rolled out all over the country. I've had these Impossible Burgers, and if you didn't know that this was not a meat burger, you wouldn't know. I mean, I had a delicious Impossible Burger. I know I'm the voice of gluttony, but just put that in your notebook and save it for later when they roll it all out, Mark. But let's talk about the Stacker King that they do have at Burger King right now, and it is full of real meat, and it is full of real cheese, and it is full of real bacon, and it is full of the stacker sauce that you don't hear about until they bust these out every once in a while. So it's kind of like 
the stacker sauce is sort of Thousand Island, but it's probably more like 995 Island, <laughs> uh-huh. if you ask me. A little bit of relish, a little bit of tomato paste, a little bit of turmeric, onion, yada, yada, yada. It goes great on a cheeseburger. Now, you can have a quarter. You can have the single stacker. You can have the double stacker. You can have the triple stacker. But if you know Mark Aram, you can say, give me the home run. Give me the grand slam. I want the quadruple stacker king. And they will, unlike a Big Mac, they will give you one slice of cheese for every layer that you decide mm. to build up. All right. I, saw, I think I saw a TV ad for those. They, they looked at delectable. We uh we made a pit stop on the way back from St. Uh, Pete Beach. So we get off an exit. We'll, we'll do a quick round robin, okay? Which of these, there was three fast food establishments that were off this exit in Florida. All right, Deb Green? There was a Popeye's, a Burger King, and a Wendy's. Where did we stop, Deb Green? What do you think? Uh, Wendy's? Longoria. Popeye's, Burger King, and Wendy's. Where did we stop? Burger King. Chuck, Popeye's, Burger King, and Wendy's. Where did Maya and I go for lunch? I want to say Wendy's. All right. Johnny, what do you think? Who was hungrier? We were both pretty hungry, and Bosco was hungry. Popeye's. You know, Popeye's was my choice originally, but I was like, you know what? I want to get back on the road. There's not much. Like, when I go to Popeye's, I want to sit down and eat. So we went to we went to Burger King. Yeah. I got the original. Star of the show. Yeah, the original chicken sandwich, which Johnny knows that I love so much. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> With cheese. With cheese. Um, speaking of the Impossible Burger, so that's a that's a vegan burger, a vegetarian burger. Have, have you heard about the Slutty Vegan, Deb Green? Uh, you've mentioned it, but I don't know what it is. So apparently it's it's a, a food truck that goes around that makes these Impossible Burgers, mm-hmm. and people wait two hours no, thanks. in line for a Slutty Vegan Burger, Johnny K. Uh, two hours for a fake burger. They're that good. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy because... What they don't know is that they actually come in a box and you can actually order them. But they are, I mean, they're good. I got to well, give them credit. <laughs> well, I don't know if Slutty Vegan uses the Impossible Burger, but they have a vegetarian burger that people wait two hours. Jovita Moore waited two hours for this burger. She raved about it. Wow. And I trust her palate. So I don't know. Listen, Miss Slutty Vegan, whoever owns this, mm-hmm. if you're listening, I would love to try it out Food on the show. Friday yeah, building. that would be fantastic. So there you go. Um, Johnny K., Countdown begins for the Game of Thrones Minute. You excited, buddy? Yes. Next Monday, we could do it. Are you in next Monday? I'm ready to go. I've been re-watching every single one of the 67 episodes, and I'm about the episode 48. Right I, I've, it, since the last season, I've re-watched all seasons twice, so I am, I am primed and ready. Wow. So we'll kick it off next Monday, the return of Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. Woo-hoo! Valar Margulis, everybody. We appreciate you always, and... If the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and listen to 30 podcasts in 30 days of the Sausage Drive podcast available on any pod app or johnnykielbasa.com. Everything Kielbasa on johnnykielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bruh. There you go. Would you wait two hours for a burger, Longoria? Not a veggie burger. <laughs> a real burger, yeah, maybe. A what a burger? Oh, yeah, I'd wait. I'd wait five hours. You don't have to wait that long. Yeah, for you a don't. But if I had to, I would. You would. That would be the burger. We went to Five Guys in Tampa. Mm. Not as good as Whataburger, but they're, those they're are good. really good, though. They're good. I haven't been to Five Guys in a long time. That's a that's a that's a respected respectable burger joint, my friends. All right, Les joins us in Atlanta. Les, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, how you doing? Excellent. What's cooking? I've got a great Bill Moore Bill Murray story. Yes. Um, so I work in a really nice high end restaurant uh, in Buckhead, mm-hmm. and um, Mr. Murray came in one night, and after his dinner. I was like, Mr. Murray. He was like, son. He goes, my name is Bill. It's not Mr. Murray. I was like, I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> um, my my friend um, works across the street and he bartends and he has a, a tattoo of your face on his shoulder. He goes, oh, Darren. I was like, yeah. I was like, how do you know? He goes, I heard about it and I had to go over there and find this guy, and I got behind the bar to say hi to him because I had to see my face on his on his shoulder. True story. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. He is salt of the earth. Uh, so the restaurant, I'm not going to name drop, but the restaurant I work in, uh, they all stay in a hotel. The movie stars, when they come in. Yeah. And I've met probably 80% of the A-list actors. And I would say by far, Bill Murray is the nicest, just genuine awesome guy in the that, world. that makes me happy and you would like if you if you get a chance check out the documentary uh the bill murray stories life lessons learned from a mythical man i would that's a bucket list thing i would love to meet bill murray 
I think we'd be best friends. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Last chance to guess the movie soundtrack. I have no idea what it is. You don't think I'll get it? No, probably not. But you could no. and win the WSB prize pack if you call now. 404-872-0750. This is Movie Monday on The Mark Aram Show. Final segment of Movie Monday. we got to go real quick. Ten seconds or less, unfortunately. Jeff in Gainesville. Jeff, real quick, what do you have? Hey, Mark, I just wanted to say one thing everybody's leaving out. One of the biggest things that I thought when you when we were talking about Atlanta, not to take away from Hank Aaron, but was when they filmed Smokey and the Bandit in Atlanta. <laughs> A great day, not only in Atlanta history, but movie history as well. The Bandit. Randy's in Peachtree City. Randy, what do you have? Hey, Mark, uh, best. Uh, Bill Murray performance was where the Buffalo Rome uh, with uh, Bill Murray and Peter Boyle. You ever meet, you ever meet the man? I never met the man. Yeah. Never met the man, but I did watch the documentary. It was awesome. Yeah. But I think the best, the best uh, documentary that I ever saw was the alone in the wilderness on PBS. Ooh, let me write that down. Holidays a lot where where the guy builds the cabin up in Alaska by himself and films the whole thing. Oh, alone in the wilderness. I will check that out. Thank you, sir. Graham's in Lawrenceville. Graham, real quick. What do you have? Uh, You were talking about a documentary to look out for uh, that's coming. Uh, It's not going to be until Memorial Day, but it's going to be about it's called a final farewell. And it's the story of how after 140 some years. Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus closed. Oh, wow. I was a chaplain of the circus for 10 years. I, I'm going to have to check that out. A final farewell yeah, coming out on, on Labor final Day. Farewell. Th- thank you, Graham. Uh, no guesses on the on the thing? What was no. the what was the Gremlins 2. <laughs> do you, what, did you want the prize pack for yourself? No. I, did, I, I looked like a pretty good Not even contract. original Gremlins. No. <laughs> Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2. Shame on you. The new bat. Shame on you. Let's do Star of the Show. Too. And now, I, I apologize, people. Longoria not getting star of the show. You were just about to get star of the show, and I yanked it out. I was not. Um, Don't lie to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get star of the show. Of course you are. Yeah, <laughs> I fought a lot of crazy midtown traffic to get here. Uh, Jonathan's in Jefferson. Jonathan, real quick, how you doing, buddy? Good. Did you have a good spring break? Yeah, I missed you a lot. I missed you too, buddy. What'd you have for dinner? Uh, I forgot what I had, but uh. My favorite movie was uh, probably uh, the new Transformers 5. Oh, Transformers 5. And Gremlins 2. And Gremlins 2. Check out Gremlins 2 tonight, Jonathan. we got to go on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.